0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Welcome
1: to the U.S. Markets Rep. I'm Willie King. The Dow fell Wednesday, building on the steep losses from the previous session as rising treasury yields continued to put a squeeze on stocks. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 0.2% to 33,500 points. The S&P 500 was up 0.02% to 4,270 points. And the Nasdaq Composite added 0.2% to 13,000 points. Energy was the best performing sector, rising 2.5%, with notable gains including, with notable gainers including Marathon Oil and Devon Energy both up more than 4%. So far, the 10-year Treasury yield hit its highest level since 2007 and this comes amid fresh concerns the Federal Reserve may be forced to hike rates again later this year. In other news, concerns continued over a potential US government shutdown which could begin as early as 1st October unless Congress agrees on a deal to fund the federal government before then. So for more insights, we are now joined this morning by Yusuf Jirani, Director of Investments and Operations at IHT Wealth Management. Good evening over there, Yusuf. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, how about yourself? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I'm great. So on one hand, we are looking at a soft landing, which is the common narrative right now, and on the other hand, in the US, you have got the GDP coming in hot. So at at the same time, you have housing is tight. Yusuf, I just like to ask you here. You know, do you think rates from here can go any higher?
0: I think you might still see one more small hike, but I don't think people focusing on one more small hike or not that's the wrong place to put your focus. The real concern is how long are rates gonna be at this level? And can the yield curve start to normalize? Because right now, uh, the curve inversion makes it, it's really, really difficult for the Federal Reserve to come out and and to say anything about, hey, we wanna cut rates or we wanna get back to normal policy, when the moment that they say it, it's gonna send everything flying back down, right? All the rates are gonna come crashing back down, people are gonna start pricing and Treasury's buying them up. And in that situation, it, it kind of undoes all of their work and it, and it puts it puts inflation right back in focus, you know? So I feel like the Fed's hands are tied here a little bit. They're they're in a tricky spot.
1: Mm. And talking about a U-curve, we have seen the ten year going up to its highest level last night. Are we starting to see that normalization of the U curve? And if so, like how much more yeah. of this inversion is coming?
0: I think for the ten year and kind of that belly of the curve, that seven to ten range, we're starting to get into the space where this is comfortable, right? If they if they bring rates back down, let's say they bring the short end of the curve back down, say to three percent, something like that, three three point five. Then you're seeing the short end of the curve, three three 3.5, you know, long end of the curve, maybe the 10-year comes back down to four, and then out all the way up at the, the top end of the curve, there's still a little bit of work to do there, and we're not sure if it's gonna be flat, or if that, you know, 20 to 30-year range is really gonna kind of keep on climbing. It does seem kind of strange to be talking about 20 to 30-year going up over five, but if base is, is three, then if you have a normal curve, it's gotta to try of to be up in that area, right? <laughs> So we think there's probably more opportunities in that belly of the curve than there is completely on the on the long end. But uh, as the long end continues to extend here, uh, at some point, I mean, at some point, it's going to be, you can't ignore it, it's going to be an opportunity.
1: Mm. We are definitely going to talk about some opportunities over there. But before that, you know, I'd just like to talk a bit, squeeze in a bit on the government shutdown here. What do you think is your views here and what are the implications on the markets at this moment? <laughs>
0: it's ridiculous. I, I don't know what else to tell you guys besides it's absurd. This is absolutely infuriating as an investment manager to come over here and to be trying to try to build a portfolio and to have your conversations be around whether or not the government is going to function and is going to operate. There's enough turmoil in trying to figure out the economy, there's enough turmoil in trying to figure out the market. There's enough challenge in trying to do all that without potentially having the government create more problems needlessly. So that said, Frustration aside, I do think that they figure it out. They always figure it out. It's just a matter of time. And I, for one, would like to see them figure it out in a more permanent fashion.
1: Yeah, and you're right. You just don't need one more of this threat to come in in this, this <laughs> already market time, this, this volatile market. Now, moving on to opportunities. I do understand that you run the IHT Wealth Management. What are you telling your clients right now on the opportunities in the markets?
0: Yeah. So as we look at our our centrally managed portfolios, high level, we think fixed income generally looks attractive, right? Whether it's 25 basis points, uh, more of hiking or not, uh, at these levels, most of the fixed income universe is starting to look look very attractive. And there's a lot of potential return there, especially when you compare it to potentially elevated valuations on the equity side. Now, that said, within equity land, we do think we probably are, are in for a softer landing. GDP, nominal GDP is very strong. And so you would expect, uh, over time, uh, equities to follow. Although, take it with a grain of salt, the spaces that are exposed to high labor costs and the potential for future strikes, the UAW strikes are very forward in the press. The writer strikes were very forward in the press. We would expect to see other collective bargaining agreements starting to come out of the woodwork and other companies will be facing rising labor costs. So potentially a, a setback there. But the sectors that aren't as impacted by that think, you know, your technology and your energy. There's still opportunities out there in, in other spaces.
1: Mm. Um, which part of the curve do you like in the fixed income space here?
0: Yeah, if you are looking for higher yields, uh, potentially taking on more credit risk, I think you can stay at the shorter end of the curve. There's no reason to really extend yourself. But, at the you know, if you want to go up quality, I think you can start taking on some of that duration risk again not going out to the end of the curve but in that in that belly that seven to ten year range uh, i think you can really start to add a little bit of exposure there without a one year two years from now i I don't think you're going to be looking at, at negative returns there there's just enough coupon cushion and enough opportunity for for appreciation when say if the fed doesn't start talking about cuts seriously, until 6 or 12 months from now, you know, you want to own those positions before they start talking about it. Once they start talking about it, it's too late. Those prices are going to move overnight.
1: That's a great comment over there. We have been speaking with Yusuf Jirani, Director of Investments and Operations at IHT Wealth Management. It's been great chatting with you, Yusuf. Thank you so Thank much you so for coming much. on the show.
0: Have a great day. Take it easy. Take care. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.